Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a talk about how perks need an update. We want to see a change come to perks. I want to talk about how they could do it and why I think they should. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. There's a link below in the description, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Click that link, come in and hang out. Hitting like and subscribe also helps me out. If I'm ever not live on my Twitch channel, you can also click follow to support me. Now, why do perks need an update? We've been talking about this for probably a year or more. Every time they have an you know update on the horizon, we want to see perks updated. We want to see new perks. Now, keep in mind, I'm recording this on September the 24th in anticipation of Shadowkeep making it difficult for me to create videos. This video may land after Shadowkeep, so keep that in mind. I may not know about new perks or new things going on with gun perks yet. I'm not anticipating a lot of new perks in Shadowkeep, but we never know. So... I want to walk through this. I want to start at the very front end of this by saying I don't want to nerf anything, but I want variety, which may require toning some things down. People are getting tired of me asking for things to be weakened, but you have to understand that if you lower certain things, you can let other things kind of rise and give and give chance to breathe. I'm not breaking the train to make you play with the blocks, but I do think there are some things that are just arguably too good and too, you know, they're all what's it, what everybody chases. And we're going to start with Rampage Outlaw. That's the first thing we're going to talk about on the front end of this talk is Rampage Outlaw. And I'm going to get hate comments for this, but we're going to talk about it first. Second, I want to talk about Elemental Primaries. I want to bang on that drum a little bit more and talk about why I think Elemental Primaries could help with perks getting an update and perk diversity. And lastly, I want to talk about investment because it's not all about chasing roles. It's not all about chasing god roles. Investment's becoming part of the schema of Destiny. It's becoming part of what we're going to do with Armor 2.0. So investment into gear needs to be part of this conversation as well, given Luke Smith's comments about we don't have a weapon 2.0 system but they want to look at infusion in your relationship to your weapon he's thinking infusion he's thinking big picture he's thinking long term so let's just talk about rampage outlaw we got to get this out of the way on the front end here this has become the go-to perk combination for virtually all primaries that you chase the reason being it's the two most influential stats on a gun how much damage it does and how fast it can reload these are the two single greatest important factors to a gun being efficient because if it's got a really really slow reload it's going to hurt your damage output and then it's base damage output is increased by rampage and i actually think that rampage needs looked at now whether or not they just completely delete it from the game which i would i would be okay with that people are like why oh my gosh no if they got rid of rampage they could have a whole new swath of damage influencing perks that could take its place just get it out of the game and come up with body shot sustained damage perks for auto rifles uh sustained damage perks for you know uh, um smgs crit multipliers for scouts and pulses and hand cannons that reward really really good accuracy things that would basically take its place and allow you to buff your damage and get god rolls but not be so one size fits all at the very least if they're not going to you know delete it from the game which they probably won't but if they're not going to delete it from the game they could tone it down uh maybe not let it stack beyond three only stack up to two maybe it can only stack up to two if you get enough kills with one like rampage one activates and now you got to get a certain number of kills to activate two making it a little bit more difficult to get the highest possible damage buff because you know as someone as chad is saying you could scale it back to how crowd control worked which you know was a 15 percent buff with no three times multiplier in general a generic damage buff i think is still dangerous because in the grand scheme of things everybody's going to clamor for that because that's more universally efficacious it works basically everywhere 
as opposed to perks that are contextual, like Firefly, or, you know, if you do enough sustained damage, you get Chain Lightning or something. These are the types of perks that I think need to come to the game, which is why I want to talk about Elemental Primaries next. So, at a ground level, Rampage Outlaw is the go-to. Different types of reload bonuses and perks and different types of damage perks could land in the game to add more diversity and more different roles that we're chasing. Rampage and Outlaw are just one-size-fits-all. They're so influential. It's so hard to not use a gun that has that and to chase something else. Elemental Primaries is what I want to talk about next because I think this is where they could get some of their creativity juices flowing. A true return to primary, secondary, and heavy would give them the opportunity to give us elemental primaries, and the example I've been giving is my Warden's Law. If suddenly my Warden's Law or my Awestringer had arc damage on it, there could be perks that are in line with arc damage as opposed to just doing base level damage increases. You could have some form of like minimal chain lightning or blinding or you know, just damage over time, like a lightning, if they're, you know, if they're, if they're lightning charged from your gun, maybe they take an incredible amount of melee damage. Now, obviously you would skate, you would scale this so you can't one shot a boss. Just those are a couple off the top of my head that you could land on an arc. All guns with arc could have a whole new swath of damage influencing perks that have to do with arc. And that would make guns feel neat and exciting and cool and not just, yeah, it reloads fast. And if I kill enough enemies, I get a damage buff that's not that hard to maintain because trash ads are pretty easy to kill. And a true return to primary, secondary, and heavy would allow them to do this. I think it's a more sensible weapon system. I think having snipers, fusion rifles, trace rifles, shotguns, and all those those secondary weapons in the secondary slot would allow them to shine in a better way. This is probably never going to happen, but I would love SMGs to be energy weapons and you could cut their you could cut their ammo and have them outputting damage similar to Recluse or higher and then it would make more sense as a secondary weapon. You could limit its ammo in Crucible and you could limit its, you know, ammo a little bit less in PvE. SMGs could be a gut-busting kind of mid-range spray weapon and you could give them again unique perks with their elements, unique perks with sustained damage as we talked about a little bit ago. And that could be a potential good replacement for SMGs just don't feel good as a primary in PvE except for the Recluse, and that's because it's kind of brokenly strong. Elemental perks, I think, have more potential and give them more freedom to just kind of do crazy things. If you can match the damage efficiency of a Rampage Outlaw Awestringer on some new weapon and you do it with elemental perks, then... I don't feel the futility of a lateral upgrade. If I'm just laterally upgrading to a new weapon that's still Rampage Outlaw or, you know, Feeding Frenzy Rampage, whatever, whichever one I'm doing, it just feels like I'm not really changing much. The gun just looks different. Elemental perks would give you a new immersion and new, you know, experiential feel to the weapon. And then each season, there could just be a whole new swath of perks that land in the game because you're not limiting yourself to, well, it makes the reload faster and makes the damage higher, and then that just sort of continues. I mean, I want you to think about Rampage Outlaw all the way back to the Midnight Coup. That's a vanilla weapon combination from the raid in Leviathan, like, and that is still the go-to primary combination. That's a significant problem for diversity and for, you know, weapon pursuits. That we're entering year three, and that's still the go-to. We haven't really ascended very high, and that's, I think, one of the best examples is the Midnight Coup out of the box is basically the go-to primary. We've just been getting different versions of Midnight Coups for, you know, two years, two and a half years uh, since the launch of the game. Now, let's talk about investment, because I do think Armor 2.0 is going to change the way that we think about weapons and change the way that we think about our, our, our gear. 
I do not want to take away chasing god rolls. I think chasing god rolls is very exciting. I love that a whole lot more. My other video about re-rolling perks is going to touch on this. I think chasing guns and chasing god rolls is part and parcel to the Destiny experience, and we don't want to lose that. But I also think to bring the spirit of armor 2.0, we need to be able to invest and upgrade things on our guns. So the idea that I put out in one of my Q&A sessions lately, uh, you know, real recently, was... If you get a god roll on a weapon, and let's just for now we're going to use Outlaw Rampage as an example because we understand how that perk works. Out of the box, Outlaw Rampage would be tier 1. Each of those perks would be tier 1, which means, let's just say Rampage could only stack one time. And Outlaw was fast, but not super fast, okay? Take it up to tier 2. Now Rampage can stack two times, and now your Outlaw reload is a little bit faster. Maybe even adds a little bit of a flourish and a flick. You know, this might take a little bit more time, but, you know, it levels up. And then you take it all the way to tier 3. Now Rampage can hit stacks of 3, and now your reload's at its max speed. You've just invested in the weapon's roll to make it better. Out of the box, you know it's a good combination because you get to try it out and experiment with it, and you start to kind of see the potential for the weapon's trajectory. Now, after you do that you'd be like okay i got my i got my outlaw leveled up to tier three it's the fastest version of the perk it's the best version of this perk now a mod slot would open on that lane okay right there on that lane outlaw now has a mod slot and you would have mods specific to those tracks so maybe something happens when you reload maybe something happens with rampage maybe something happens with those with those different perks and the mods change them in a marginal way that would be like capstoning your god roll you get the god roll you invest in the god roll and then you capstone it with mods this would bring the spirit of armor 2.0 to weapons but it wouldn't do it in a way where we're crafting guns i don't want to craft a gun and say okay let me slam in outlaw let me slam in rampage the way we're going to be doing with armor 2.0 i don't think that would be very good for the weapon system. I think the biggest challenge in doing this is if you're upgrading your gun and getting the god roll and it's the best, it's the best version of the gun, what do you do next season? How do you make guns and perks that are interesting next season? You could have a seasonal mod slot that allows you to do something different each each season with the artifact because right now it looks like the mod slots are going to be taken up by the seasonal artifact, but maybe they could have its own slot that rotates and changes, so you need to get the new guns to take advantage of those new seasonal mod slots, or as well as the elemental perks. I mean, just have new elemental perks, new really exciting perks. That's a way to get people chasing guns because it's something that they've never used before. And lastly, every 12 to 18 months, I just think the game needs to have a reset where we leave things behind. I think the seasons give us an opportunity to every season work on something, every season work on a build, and after 12 or 18 months, start leaving things behind. As always, we're going to move to Q&A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session about do per- uh, perks need an update? Perks need an update. Updating my little cue card there. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Link is down in the information of this content. If you want to come hang out with us live, greatly appreciate that. I want to try and fly through these questions because today, the day I'm recording this, is the day we're getting the launch trailer for Shadowkeep. We're going to stop and watch it together and comb over it and celebrate. So I'm going to try and fly through uh, these questions. Uh, Frey Frey says... How does Headseeker become a decent perk, or is it always going to be a dud? I would think you'd want to pair Headseeker with Firefly, where if you land enough, like, 
enough body damage combo hits or something, all of a sudden the next mag has Firefly in it or something, where I just... You're always feeling the danger. You're always feeling the danger of PvP, right? You're always feeling that danger. If you make a perk too strong, you're going to start two-tapping people in the Crucible. And... Headseeker doesn't influence time to kill, and that's why people think it's dumb. And you know, somebody in chat saying it's awesome. It it really isn't. It it really isn't a good perk. Okay, it doesn't actually make your TTK any faster. So it's great on a four round pulse in PvP. I mean, yeah. I just I don't know. It doesn't. It's it. I think the perk could be better. I think it could do more. I think body damage feeding other things could work well on SMGs and auto rifles because you know I know Eugene's like no perk should ever reward body shots why not I mean wh- why not why not have something that if you're going if you're if you're accustomed to going for crits going for going for body shots could feed something specific it's a gameplay change it's something that you would do as a unique way of playing and what's the difference you know if you're spraying an auto rifle SMG or cracking off headshots with your hand cannon what difference does it make if we're all playing the same game you know giving you an efficiency perk that you know lets you play in a certain way I think is totally fine again PvP is where things get kind of shaky Sunfire do you think the reckoning weapons added in perks that should be the norm for how perks should act and feel for example swashbuckler firing lane and full cord I I like that they added those perks. I just worry that again, Rampage and Outlaw stand in the way because a lot of the times when you're grinding for a god roll, you are really focusing on your primary weapons. That's typically kind of where we set our sights. And then on shotguns, you have Swashbuckler, Threat Level, and One Two Punch. Those are really coveted ones. And then yeah, you know we got Firing Lane, and then we have full court's okay. But again, it's full court on top of spike nades, but it's not a um, it's not the grenade launcher archetype that you're looking for, right? The Doomsday is adaptive frame, and what you really want on a grenade launcher is aggressive frame. So even your best run Doomsday isn't going to probably, it's probably not going to be as good as a spike nade aggressive frame, and that's a problem. But again, they're going in the right direction. I think creative perks, perks that adjust gameplay, perks that adjust the way that you play, position yourself, and how you launch your attack, I think are good perks, but they would need more of a benefit. If if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be doing a particular thing with a gun, you know, hanging back with a scout, uh, hanging back with a, you know, hanging back with a, a grenade launcher, there needs to be a very tangible and and very strong benefit for me to completely change the way that I'm playing. Just fate here. Do you think they could ever really do anything to make up some of the perks worth using? Stuff like hip fire grip, threat detector, always feel like an auto dismantle. Is it just something that will stick around, dilute the loot pool so you can guarantee an outlaw rampage kill clip, or could they buff them? There's two lines of thinking I want to take with you here, because this is a good question. There's two lines of thinking. At a ground level, you do need bad, bad perks, or perks that don't synergize with each other. Okay, so... Hip fire grip and outlaw don't really synergize. Why? Because outlaw is asking you to get crits to crit kills to get its benefit, and hip fire grip is boosting your ability to just shoot from the hip. They don't really synergize that well. Okay. Now, hip fire grip could synergize really, really well with a body damage perk or something like increased damage to body uh, if something like if you land enough percentage of the mag on an enemy then you get some sort of a damage perk or something to do with the next mag and then 
hip fire grip could do something like increased increased damage when shooting at a certain distance or something so suddenly you're like your hip fire gripping your auto rifle from far away further away than you maybe would because you're getting some sort of a benefit from hip fire grip and then it's feeding that other perk that is body damage then feeding your crit damage and so you're hip firing reloading the mag and then you're aiming down sight and you're getting like some sort of like a, a, a critical damage buff or firefly or something that's just off the top of my head but again I think at a ground level, it's okay to have bad perks or perks that aren't as appealing because we talked about this yesterday. If you get rid of all the bad perks and you only leave the good perks, the difference between a good roll and a god roll gets shrunken significantly. Basically, everybody's getting a good roll at that point. Oh, you got that gun? Yeah, I got that gun. What'd you get? Oh, well, yours is barely different than mine. If they shrink the perk pool too much, you completely neuter the desire to grind for a good or a god roll. Why? Because they're basically all good rolls. You're almost going back to static rolls. If you shrink that perk pool down and you make them all good, then it's like, you might as well go back to static rolls. As soon as you get the gun, it's basically a good roll and you're done. So, I think the benefit of what I'm suggesting would be, this is not a great perk by itself. This is a great perk when paired with fill-in-the-blank. Now, you can go even further than that with, like, Outlaw Desperado. Those perks literally need each other, or Onslaught Rampage on a breakneck. They literally feed each other. So, that's what you could do with Hip Fire Grip. You could do Hip Fire Grip, and then you could do, like something with that body shot and it only works with hip fire grip they, they pair together and then you would suddenly have a gun in destiny that you're not accustomed to using an auto rifle that you hip fire and feed the next mag and then get a damage bonus and that would change the way that you play you would hip fire body shot a bunch of ads reload and then you'd take aim at like a major or something you'd be intelligent in your use of it um, so I, I think that I think that that would be a good a good execution of it. I rebel. You love that shirt. I, I I forgot I had this. My daughter got a a wasp figurine. I took him to the comic book store, and she was like, "Oh, wasp is so cool!" And she was really excited that wasp like was like Ant Man. She thought that was neat because she thought Ant Man was a cool idea. So I, I can't wait to show her this shirt. I'm like, look, I have a wasp shirt. Uh, Rebel, what are the thoughts on this buffed for top tree night soccer? A guardian who fires shadow shot can deal damage to tethered enemies just by shooting at the center of the bloom tether. I mean, I, I don't get down into minutia suggestions like that. I, we, Bungie's making updates to the sub the skill trees. I'm kind of waiting for that. Um, getting a bad role is not a fundamental design flaw to the game. It's an indicator of my level of interaction with the game. Understanding something is a bad role means I recognize two things. One, there's a better role to be had, and two, I get to choose and pursue a better role. Choice is always in the best interest of the player in the game. Right. And that's why I think it'd be better to have more diversity in perks. And I think Outlaw Rampage getting toned down would give room for some of these ideas. J. Christ, should they give us a loadout similar to Borderlands where you can put any weapon in any slot and the pain would come from ammo economy? No, because this, this is too much of an identity shift. This is a danger. That's why I said in, I think it was in my talk about rerolling perks. I said, if you have way too much generosity or way too much intentionality, you're going to fall off the cliff into another game's identity and it ain't going to work right. If I kill a strike boss, nightfall boss, or a raid boss, and 100 guns drop on the ground, or 25 guns drop on the ground, that ain't destiny. That's going to feel like too much like Borderlands. If you give us way too much intentionality and we're crafting guns and parts and barrels and scopes like it's Fallout 4, again, that's not destiny. An 
enough generosity and intentionality to feed the identity of destiny where you're chasing a god roll with intentionality there's investment in the gun after the fact to kind of level it up and make it a little bit stronger you're kind of leaning into those two things in a way that promotes the identity of destiny and what you're talking about is not is again you're going off in the wrong direction and you're you're going to fall into a pit of another game's identity and we're going to be like well, this doesn't really feel like destiny you know people are running around with all kind of insane combinations cuz we can now run you know three heavy and you're like oh ammo economy would limit it you wouldn't want to run run around with a machine gun and a grenade launcher and a tractor cannon and it's like I just I think that 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 opens up a thousand cans of worms that I'm not interested in opening and I don't think it would be good for the game long term Jinja 300 do you think weapon perks should receive the enhanced perk treatment similar to armor that's kind of my line of thinking with investing in the gun oh I got outlaw and I want to level it up and once it gets to tier 3 it's enhanced or it's the best version of itself that's a way to be like oh this is a god roll but not quite yet and then the mods would be like the capstone to that lane Um, these are things I think that would help make you feel more attached to the weapon and invested in the weapon but again You've really got to be careful. If we can make things that are too strong and too amazing, you got to unseat and disrupt that a little bit every once in a while, or you're never going to be able to give us a new carrot to chase. If I have, a, if, if, if I have made the perfect steak dinner and you're offering me a dinner roll, I'm going to be like, I'm good. And then I finish my steak dinner and you're like, are you sure you don't want that dinner roll? And I'm like, no. Oh, how about another steak? I just had one, right? Like, if we have the best of the best, it's really, really difficult to motivate people to say, go and chase this stuff. That's the difficulty of giving us amazing, awesome builds and guns. You've got to disrupt that and upset that a little bit. There has to be a point in time where I'm like, I am now hungry again. I would like a burger. I would like a pizza. Like, you're okay at that point. You know what this is like. Eat a really, really huge meal and then a commercial comes on for food and it's almost like, I don't even want to see that. I'm just like, oh, I'm stuffed to the rafters. Those commercials don't work anymore. The sizzling of the of the meat and the and the glistening picture, you're just like, oh, it looks greasy and I'm full and oh gosh, I just want to sit down. And so the commercial doesn't work and I don't think the motivation and the carrot works in this game if you're not hungry again. And it's difficult to make you hungry when you've got always with you a great gun and a perfect build. They've got to disrupt that a little bit. Chief DR with two months of subs, welcome back. By the way, guys, if you're new to my stream, if you've never been here before, if you're kind of coming back around, uh, the vibe here has changed quite a bit and people are kind of giving me a second chance. I appreciate that. Uh, Be sure to click the follow button. That is a free and easy way to support the cast. In about 30 minutes, we're going to be watching the launch trailer for Shadowkeep. So this Q&A will be a little bit bit shorter uh, than usual. I'm going to cut it right at the time that the launch trailer drops, and we're going to watch together. So stick around for that, and be sure to click follow. I'll be doing all Shadowkeep, you know, playing raid day one and all that. So stick around. God Horus says, do you think guns should have more lore specific perks? Like how old raid guns affected how the raid played? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the Oracle Disruptor and stuff like that. I, I, I would like them to go back down that lane. I really would like them to go back down that lane. I would love to see them say guns are have an intrinsic perk in the raid. Armor has an intrinsic perk in the raid. They don't seem to want to do that. And I think that's kind of sad. Um, you know, that's that's kind of sad. I appreciate that Enviro, you know, that they've, that they've kind of done that. So my hope would be if we don't get lore specific perks or raid or intrinsic specific perks, 
then at least make the guns really, really good. Genesis Chain didn't do anything particular in Wrath of the Machine, but it felt cool and it had something you couldn't get anywhere else. And that's where I would go with the raid weapons for now. Um, Because contextual power is something we've talked about. Somebody in chat's bringing it up. Oh, that's something that we've always wanted. Oh, this gun's stronger in the raid. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I would be concerned that they would say, oh, hey, this gun's stronger in the raid, but outside of the raid, it might be a boring weapon. I don't want them to punt and say, yeah, um, this hand cannon's best role is basically uh, Outlaw Rampage. Oh, but it's got a perk that makes it a little bit stronger in the raid. Uh, I would rather you give me a unique curated role on the raid weapons. I would much rather have that. And then maybe have a perk, a, a mod slot for the raid or something. You know, I don't know. Amish Milkman. Perk Synergy is currently limited. One that has a fun break from Outlaw Rampage is Grave Robber Swashbuckler. I agree with that. Could there be more room for perks like Grave Robber, or would it muddy the water? Yeah, we already kind of outlined one that I think, you know, something with hipfire grip and and body shots from weapons. You know, stuff like that, I think, works. There's potential there. There's also just the potential of perks that that feed different things you know they're taking away some of our crit damage so maybe you can get some of it back with certain perks uh, elemental damage elemental perks elemental things that activate if the gun is used properly stuff like that I think would be a good place to go Emperor Mundane sorry if you've answered or talked about this before would you be game for a perk system similar to your wish to drill down into a subclass perhaps giving us the option to take a perk in one or two or more directions yes I would be okay with this and here's how I would do it you know I said like okay so let's say you get outlaw all the way leveled up once outlaw is all the way leveled up you could pick a flourish perk or a uh, or a feeding perk okay so a flourish perk would be the reload animation changes it's a little bit faster and when you're done you get like increased something on the first couple of shots the flourish like does something it's like yeah you're like and then your first couple of shots are doing something. Obviously, flourish perks would would be risky and could cause problems in PvP. A feeding perk would be something different. If you do the right thing and then reload, it feeds the next magazine. So you could do something like that where you drill down and take the perk in a different direction. You know, and you, like an elemental damage one. Okay, well... This is a this is a fire this is a version of Firefly with arc and it blinds people and as it drills down you can change it from blinding to uh, stunning stunning that area it causes a stunning explosion or chain lightning or ground lightning you know you're picking between those effects again if we're leaning into MMORPG then I would think the effects from guns need to be more pronounced and that would be a way to do it so you're not just constantly shoot 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 head head headshot 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 you're thinking no if I do this and this and this I'm going to get the mag perk reloaded and then I'm going to unload on this major and it's going to cause this effect that I've now procced um there's things like that in Borderlands you start playing in a specific way because you know I'm feeding this thing that's going to activate and they can start to do that more on weapons. And what you're saying in drill de- drilling down and taking a different pathway with the perk would pair really well with a lot of what we've said about just today, elemental perks and 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 leaning into that identity more. Hey Shiz, would you like to see Bungie invest more into proc perks, more damage when blank, faster reloads when blank, or constant perks like rangefinder full auto? I coming off that last question, yes. I I think this would be this would be a good route to go. Yeah. 
because then you have to think what am I doing to earn that like I said in in Borderlands you're changing the way that you're playing because you're trying to activate something Um, I'll give you an example with Flak I know that if I pop my action skill when I'm full health I get a significantly bigger damage buff so it changes the way I use my action skill. A lot of the times, the way people use an action skill in Borderlands is they use it as a ripcord. Oh frick, I'm about to die, action skill, and they disappear, they cloak, right? You're, you're elongating your life and, 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 and slamming the usage of your action skill as a ripcord. Well, with Flak, you don't want to do that. I mean, you certainly can, but strategically wise, like there were multiple times yesterday, I was starting to take damage and I thought, if I start to take damage on my health bar, I'm going to lose that damage bonus because I won't be full health. It's time to pop my action skill. So it made me more aware of my health. It made me pay more attention to the battlefield and where the enemies were and my positioning because I knew I was going to get a benefit of popping my action skill when full health. Do you see what happened from just one perk? One perk changed my thought process, my strategy, and my execution of the action skill. Same thing would happen with guns. I know if I go over here and I shoot all these trash ads and then reload my auto rifle, it's going to be ready for this major or this boss or whatever the frick. And that's when you really start to see people enjoy the game in a more personal way because instead of saying, just buff your guns and kill everything, it's, no, my gun does this and if I do these things in this order, I really get a great benefit from that. And you start speedrunning strikes, you start getting maximum damage in those, like those night falls right those champions stuff like that so i think a proking perk like that would be a a really really good way to do that um and then building that as eugene is saying in chat if you if you pair that with armor synergy you start pairing that with armor synergy now you're on a really really good pathway to having a a a fully orbed loadout again you got to be really really careful here if i get completely decked out with my with my quote-unquote loadout how are you going to upset that in a future season to make me really really want to change what i'm carrying or go after something new epka I agree that perks shouldn't be re-rollable, but what do you think about masterwork re-rolling? Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. I think re-rolling the masterwork on a weapon is totally fine. I would love to be able to at least do that on my Warden's Law and make it range. Um, I don't have an issue with re-rolling masterwork. It's, it's not that big of a deal. It ends up feeling like a black eye on your gun. You're like, man, I've got, you know, I've got this, this great gun, and then it's like somebody punched the gun and gave it a black eye. It's like, it's tar you know it's tarnished it's got it's got the wrong it's got the wrong masterwork on it so i would love to see them update that and say no 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 you can you can re-roll that masterwork a what yeah i just realized that saying black eye sounds a lot like i'm saying black guy it doesn't put a literal black dude on my gun it puts a black eye on the gun that's an expression oh <laughs> uh, yeah it puts a black guy on your gun yeah he's just hanging out there I don't know why they did that but there you go it's it's a really unique shader in destiny <laughs> uh, Vexler do you think destiny would benefit from skill trees as in-depth as Borderlands 3 uh, and if you did think you could help the game where would you see Borderlands 3 freestyle in this game um, Harris Johnny with four months welcome back Izzy Mac with 11 months welcome back thank you for those re- uh, resubs yeah I don't know um, Borderlands has its own way of getting you to a place and so 
I don't think you can bring that over. I think Borderlands has its own way of doing skills and Destiny's pairs better with Elder Scrolls Online. And you're like, what the frick? So in Elder Scrolls Online, you get an ability and then you kind of augment that ability and you drill down. And people are going, you augment your action skills. Hang with me here. I'm talking about like you get way of a thousand cuts and then you drill down and way of a thousand cuts and kind of change it from okay this way of a thousand cuts is really fast and applies dot damage but it, it's 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 initial damage is weaker oh this is really slow but it hurts them more this is mediocre but it heals me it has a life steal that's similar to Borderlands but Borderlands is just different you're re- you're drilling down on an entire skill tree and then the capstone changes your action skill super and then all along the way your your augments are doing the same thing in Destiny, I'm thinking of like drilling down into the specifics of like your melee ability, your grenades, etc., and like changing how those look in the game as a way for you to feel like there's customization and freedom, but we're still you're still sort of taking on the idea of like I am a I'm playing Way of a Thousand Cuts attunement, and there's freedom within that attunement, but it's still Way of a Thousand Cuts. Zombizzle. Do you think a non-content creator team winning Worlds First would be good for the community or bad for the community? I think it would be good for the community, but probably wouldn't really give Bungie what they want to get out of the events. What they want out of the event is a big stream celebration high five moment, and you don't get that when a a non-streaming team wins. If internally all of a sudden their data verifies that, you know some team on the west coast of the United States just plowed through it and they're like oh awesome man we got worlds first holy frick I I would be concerned about like okay how do you even let that team know they got worlds first they're gonna probably check Twitter I guess and then Twitter's congratulating a bunch of gamer tags and we're all like good job you know Oryx Killer 229 we're, we're so excited for you um I don't know. It would be hard to care because you're like, I don't know who that person is. I think it'd be cool. Upset the established order. Some unknown team just, you know, dominates the dadgum thing and wins. That would be cool. But it's, I I like high-fiving somebody that like, you know, we've, we've kind of seen on Twitch. Like, yeah, man, go get them. Obviously, you don't want, you don't want Redeem winning every time and Dado always taking, you know, second place. You don't want that happening every time. Tier 1, Redeem, you know, K-Goth's team, always those same teams in the lead. It's always, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like cheering for the Yankees. You're kind of like, okay, cool, awesome for you. You get another championship. But on the other side, you don't want some random team that no one's ever even heard of. And you're like, congratulations, dude, you know? Um, so it happened with Wrath of the Machine. It happened with Wrath of the Machine hard mode. A German non-streaming team won, didn't they? And didn't they go to like Slayer's stream and like and basically thanked him and said they watched him every day and learned strats from him for hard mode? Like they were thinking through speeding through Wrath and they watched him. I feel like that's what happened. Um, so uh, Z Smooth, what's the best class to use in D two? I use Hunter on D one with no help. I mean, I don't know what you what you want me to say to this. There's not a best class if you're playing by yourself. 
Well of Radiance Warlock is really good. A Tether Hunter's really good. And then the the Void Titan's about to get better with Bubble. Call me Hobby. Do you think that there should be New Light Player Sparrows earlier rather than later? Oh, the, 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 the New Light Players are going to arrive in the tower after tutorial and be able to jump right in. They'll have Sparrows right away. Wizzy Savaka. Since we won't get weapons 2.0 anytime in the near future, do you think they should add more weapons with multiple random roll perk options like the ones that started to drop in the Black Armory season? I'm not too concerned about that. That, that. that wasn't a huge value point. I don't think a lot of people really even cared about that. I don't think a lot of people even caught the vision for that. I would I would think what you'd want to do is start starting with Season of Dawn, starting in the winter, saying like, okay, we're going to slowly start pulling in year one weapons and giving them random rolls. And once you start to fill the entire game with random rolls and all weapons are on equal footing, then you then you do armor uh, I'm sorry weapons 2.0 so guys if you're new to the stream we are going to be watching the reveal trailer for Shadowkeep in about 15 minutes if you're enjoying the interactive podcast style here I stream every day I appreciate a lot of people coming back around give me another shot stream got a little weird there for a while I was in kind of a bad place but a lot of you guys are coming back I appreciate it the vibe has been awesome in chat be sure to click follow Appreciate you guys supporting the stream with your your listening, your lurking, your engagement, and your questions. If you're listening to this in the other locations, I will be cutting this Q&A a little bit short in about 10 minutes uh, to make sure we can watch that video. Just fate here. What if they implemented re-rolling into an activity, something like offering your weapon plus some legendary shards, gunsmith materials, and once you go through the activity, you can take out it out of the forge and it'll come with new rolls. See, but you're not changing anything. That's not a re-roll. That's you, that's you doing the menagerie. Like, what's the difference between what you're saying and the menagerie? Nothing. You're just calling it something different. And I don't want it to be called that. Why? Because you are... Tr- re-rolling is like inching its way back in. It's like, it's like inching its way back in. How did the stream get weird? What happened? I just was in a pretty dark place about a year ago, and I was pretty negative, pretty snippy. The vibe was okay, but it wasn't good. It was like, you know, I was a grumpy guy, and, you know, a year and a half of therapy and focusing on myself, and a lot of things have changed that. So I just think that's outpouring into the stream, and people are noticing, and it's cool. And so I appreciate people coming back around. But yeah, like, at that point, just call it farming for the gun. You know what I'm saying? Grabbing an Ada Bounty or grabbing your chalice and saying, give me an Ostringer, give me an Ostringer, give me an Ostringer. That's no difference than taking my Ostringer and saying, here's my Ostringer, re-roll it. There's no difference there. The reason I don't want to re-roll is because that gives people that impression that like I can get something and then I can re-roll it. I, 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 I can get something and I can change what's on it. And I don't think you, we, we, we don't want that coming to weapons, right? I don't think you want that coming back to weapons. I think intentionality in the grind is the key. You grab an Ada Bounty, you go into the chalice, you, you grab something from this rune table, and you're like, do it, get the gun, do it, get the gun, do it, get the gun. That rhythm, again, I talked about that yesterday, when generosity and intentionality are working in tandem, there is something harmonious about that. It, it works with your brain. You like it. Instead of, oh, uh, it's going to take you 20 strikes to get this gun. Uh, it's going to take you another 15 strikes to get the enough materials that you want, and then you can re-roll one gun. That, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. You're playing the game and not getting a reward, and you're sort of waiting, 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 re-roll the gun. 
And I just, again, there's a psychological aspect to grind, drop, grind, drop. And when your intentionality is attached to that, give me the Ostringer, boom, give me the Ostringer, boom. There is something about that that works. You cannot look at Ada's bounties and the Menagerie and deny why they're so popular and praised and why people want more of that in the game. I think re-rolling is acid on grind. It erodes at grind because you're basically just going to find what's the quickest time investment to get what I want as opposed to I'm going to stay in here because there's a chance I'll get something dope. Like That needs to be the sentences people are saying because that works better for a game of service game anyway. Perfect Wolf. I know Bungie wants to take auto reloading out of the game. Have they? Where did you hear that? Have they said what they'll be doing about weapons like Risk Runner and Crimson? Oh, auto reloading. I thought you meant like auto loading holster. Um, they've not said anything about those weapons. No. Lord Shacks. What do you think the difference in st- uh, stats will be between legendary and exotic armor in Shadowkeep? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Like, if if the total stats add up on a legendary gaunt pair of gauntlets to 45, is an exotic pair of gauntlets going to be like 55? Yeah, I don't know that they've even said anything. Do you recommend Shadowkeep? It's not out yet, so buy it if you want it. Uh, Susanu, how can Bungie create better perk diversity for the game, especially when most effective perks on weapons are nerfed for the sake of PvP? I think I outlined that in my talk. I outlined why elemental perks can be uh, giving them more freedom, why potentially toning down Rampage and Outlaw would give them more more movement within damage output on weapons. Uh, going to a more traditional primary, secondary, and heavy system would help as well. Irish Roger, do you think Bungie could learn from the traits of the Borderlands 3 weapons, like guns that get thrown and explode, or even more outlandish perks? I don't think you want to start biting on Borderlands style. Uh, you know, throwing a gun to reload it. I, I just, I, did destructing the weapon. The reason you can do that in Borderlands is they created the idea of digestructing. You press a button and you digestruct, you digitally construct, that's what those two, you know, digitally construct words come together and form digestruct, and you digestruct a turret, and you digestruct a gun, and you throw it and it comes back, and you throw it and it comes back. That, you can't really do that. You you, you can't really do that in, in Destiny, okay? We do have guns that are a little wild. 1K Voices the colony, the tractor cannon, you know, we have guns that I think go in that direction in the right way. And I don't think you want to start going in the direction of like, Oh, if you throw your gun down, it turns into a turret or a grenade or whatever. Why am I throwing my gun down? What the frick? Like why? Irish Roger. Do you think this should make PVE and PVP specific perks? A lot of people have asked for this. I don't know if they could do it. Uh, I think this would be the easiest way to create really, really strong rolls on guns and not break PvP, but, you know. Billy Schultz. Thoughts on this and want to run it by you. What if we could get blank archetypes of guns and swap in perks to see how well they meld together, but the gun would only work on that test space, like a tribute hall? And then the, and we see uh, what rolls are god rolls and then have an idea of what to hunt for. I mean... I don't dislike the idea of giving people a chance to like test stuff out and figure out what they like more. I guess my concern would be when they introduce new perks, you don't have to wait to get that new perk to try it out. You just can go kind of cheat and try. It's kind of like whenever new exotics would be in the Eververse, new exotic ships and sparrows, and you could go to the collections and just see them. 
It always felt a little like, ah, that kind of takes the excitement away, but I wanted to see them, so I did it anyway, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit uh, of a hypocrite in that regard. So, being like, oh, there's a bunch of new perks, let's go, let's go and use them right now in the testing, in the testing lane, or in the, in the shooting range. Um, I, I don't think that that would be good for the game. I think that would, you're, you're giving too much capital away right away. We're already frustrated that they show us raid armor and raid stuff, you know, um... I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think we want to see any more right away. Um, so... Uh... Destiny has transmatting. Yeah, but transmatting is transmitting, like the, the admit to transmit something that already exists. Transmatting does not recreate something, but... That's a that was a good try. Should Bungie continue making mods such as Rampage Spec, Dragonfly Spec? Yeah, <clears throat> I think the mod system needs to go in a different direction with weapons, and I kind of outlined that in my talk. Landfell. What do you think about PVE Pinnacle Hand Cannon where crit damage increases as you hit crits until you reload? So it ramps up damage if you're doing consecutive crits to Major's bosses. The reload keeps it from getting OP. Uh, it would break the Crucible and it would lean into a lane that we already have. I don't want more versions. I don't want a better... That's a better version of Rampage. Um, so... Transmitting is what allows you to swap guns to and from the vault. That also is uh, untrue. You go to a physical location in the game and you take something out of the vault. They never say you're transmatting your weapons. Um, dim... Dim is something extra that interacts with the background of the game. It's an API. There, there's, there's not. You don't transmat. Um, transmit. Transmatting is recreating stuff. It's in the lore. I don't believe that. I want to see proof. Uh, that's not what transmatting is. You go and mark stuff for transmat, and it disappears. You transmat yourself. It's like beam me up, Scotty from Star Trek. Transmat is not transmat this thing and make another one transmat meaning to transport it Trans. I don't think that that's true in the lore I would want to see proof of that transmaterialize I, yeah it's transporting matter it's like teleporting it you're not creating something new you're, cre- you're moving something that already exists and in Tedior guns in Borderlands, you digistruct it. it. You throw it, it disappears, and you digitally construct another one. You would digitally, you would digistruct the, 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 the turret gun for Axton. Yeah, transmat is Star Trek logic, as far as I know. I don't think we've, we've ever given anything in the game to tell us, like, transmatting is, like, recreating something. Um, Sunfire. Uh, wait, did I ask that one? McCheshire, aside from revamping perks, I really enjoyed the spec mods on weapons. Should every perk have its own spec mod? I kind of talked about that in the talk. Like, you would level up a perk, make it a little bit stronger, and then you would, uh... You, you would, like... You're... You would like capstone that perk with a with a mod. It's in the lore. You're basically killed and recreated on a molecular level. They don't call it transmat though. You're you're creating your own definition. Transmat is used in a handful of ways, and it's always used with respect to transmatting barrels or yourself, not you dying and coming back. I don't even think dying and coming back is in the lore in that in, in that regard. The ghost brings you back. I thought 
we don't permanently die because we're, we're guardians of light and you can permanently die because they showed Zavala dying and coming back dying and coming back and he's literally raised by the ghost and has no memory um, so transmat effects yeah that's our transmat when we land on the planet we land on the planet we transmat down When you die, you're resurrected. When you die, you're resurrected. You're not transmatted back into existence. You're brought back by the ghost. Um, we'll, we will watch the the Shadow Keep stream uh, a video together. Yes, it's not a stream; it's a video, as far as I know. Uh, Sunfire. With how you want the weapon system to be like D1 again, how would you change up weapons like Stern when they are combo? I didn't say that in the video, right? I didn't say that in the video. I said. But I do think you wouldn't want to take away people running double primary, double energy, or double secondary, whatever. Um, so. Uh, Jinja 300. This might be my Borderlands head being on, but do you think weapon types could have an intrinsic trait that makes them unique? They kind of do that with the archetypes. They do that with the archetypes. So whenever you're looking at your guns, they have an archetype. So adaptive frame has things about it that like it, it that's that's like attributes to the to the weapon um i wasn't talking about the ghost i was talking about transmatting from world to world yes but transmatting is not digestructing it's taking existing materials and moving them it's digestructing is literally recreating another one and i don't think that that is in the lore i think that that is false you are reading that into it to split hairs and debate with me uh, Pikachu, what if we get something like anointments in Borderlands 3 for purple gear? Yeah, I don't want to steal directly from Borderlands, but that is pretty cool to get a gun that like boosts your, it like boosts your, your hunter or it boosts your warlock. It, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think that that would be a, um, I don't think that would be out of bounds, but I don't want to bite right from Borderlands. Justin Cole, how can it feel at the current state of Dragonfly? I really feel like them bringing Firefly. Yeah, Firefly feels weak. People say it's good, but I don't. I don't know. I think maybe it's because you lose that crit bonus on a on an energy primary. Maybe that's why I don't like it. I don't. Anytime I feel like I run a Dragonfly weapon, it feels cool, but it might be just me and my brain. I had a really good trust with Dragonfly that I liked, but I don't know. Dragonfly just never feels strong enough. It's cool, but it doesn't feel necessarily impactful. Grab your grab your ankles. Okay. What if uh what is everybody going to do if the artifact isn't available until after the raid? As far as we can tell, it's available day 1 for free to everybody. They said that on the on the calendar. If it's not, then we'll just play the game and level up with uh, loot like we have always done. Um it's a YouTube premiere. Once it started, you won't be able to rewind it. Maybe bring it up now so we don't miss it. Oh, well, I better cut q and I didn't realize that. You're not going to be able to run it again? Did they say that? All right, well, we're going to have to do that. Uh, we'll come back to these questions maybe after. Maybe we'll do a part two. I'll have two. Maybe, yeah, yeah, let's do that. There'll be a two Q&A sessions, and I'll have a second one to attach so both videos get a... Uh, get a thing. So, as always, if you're listening to this in the other locations, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.